This is the Vancouver Mixtape on CJSF at 90.1 FM. I'm your host, Jamie Sesford, and I'm going to be with you for the next hour or so. We are coming to you, as we always do, from the unceded ancestral territory of the Squamish, the Coquitlam, the Musqueam, and the Soleil-Latooth, which is on top of Burnaby Mountain at the SFU Burnaby Campus. You can find this show and many other ones at our website at cjsf.ca, as well as this one on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Uh, and I'm glad that you're here with us today, as we've got a fantastic show for you, uh, including an interview with Kylie V, who has certainly taken the Vancouver music scene by storm with their brand new record, Big Blue, and we're going to get to that track, that album, uh, that interview, and more in a little bit, but let's kick things off with the collaborator of Kylie V. This is Walgren with White Dress. You're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape. Seen in the water, a woman 
Vancouver mixtape on CGSF 90.1 FM. I'm Jamie Sesford, and with me today is burgeoning pop sensation Kylie V. How's it going? Hi, I'm I'm doing good. Uh, you've uh, you've very much blown up in the last uh, little while. We've been following you for uh, I guess since that original demo that you put out uh, a couple of years ago. Um, but it seems like things have really started rolling for you over the last 365 days. Yeah, definitely. It's it's been crazy. <laughs> uh, how's the it, like? And this is the big elephant in the room. But like, how's the pandemic been for you to like put out a record and promote yourself and like really make a stance as a musician? Yeah. Um... In pretty much every other aspect, it's been incredibly rough. It was really hard to make the record because it was delayed by a lot, just over and over again, delays. But since I, I didn't have like much else going on by the time it was done, I was able to do a lot of PR and preparation and stuff. I was able to dedicate a lot of my time to that. Probably a little too much for someone who's also trying to graduate high school. I'm really behind now, but uh, I think it it went pretty well for me there. <laughs> Who needs high school when you're a, a huge pop star, right? Um, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, like, let's talk about, uh, I guess, the record coming together during the pandemic. Now, were a lot of these songs created, like, right before the pandemic hit during it? Like, how, how did the process of it coming together, uh, how was it affected by the pandemic? Yeah, um, I started planning making the record about mid-2019, and I eventually got to working with, with Harley, my producer, around like December, January. We started recording in February and that was right before everything just fell apart. So we had all of these big plans, especially for the, the ending of Solace. We were gonna get like 20 people in the hallways of the studio to do that group vocal. And we ended up having to just email so many people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was delayed by quite a few weeks, and then it was really difficult to get everything together because we had to do sessions like one at a time in a in a little tiny studio room. So it was it was rough, but it was also really fun and rewarding, and I'm I'm glad we we pushed through. Was the experience of of putting together like a uh, a really, like, really, like, mature and proper release. Uh, was it ex what you expected? I mean, pandemic considering. Um, yeah, I think so. I don't really know what I expected, but it was definitely very different from recording on GarageBand on my phone. Um, 
it's fascinating to see people who can actually understand Pro Tools, if we have any musicians listening. Um, that was, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's always it's always nice uh, when you get when you start working with people that like have an idea of what they're doing, uh, and uh, you can, you can easily, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, as somebody who also generally doesn't know what they're doing, like it's very nice when um, when you get paired up with people that do. Yeah, um, it's a relief. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk a bit a little bit about that uh, the collaboration that you had with with Harley and uh, some of the other people that that appeared on the record, uh, like uh, you know members from Sophie Gonzalez involved as well. You know, Walgren perform Tegan Walgren performed on the record as well. Um, who's another like another artist uh, that we play on the mixtape here a whole bunch. Um, what was it like getting connected uh, with those people? to to collaborate on this record um or or were those connections that you had prior to putting the record together yeah i i sort of knew i sort of knew tegan i think we'd met like once or twice before and i just sent them a facebook message and i was like hey i need violin so i'm glad that worked out they're an absolute dream to work with i don't understand how they can just play the song without hearing it once. I'm pretty sure we got like two or three takes of each thing and they hadn't heard any of it before and it was ridiculous. Mesmerizing. Just a musical wizard. I, I huge, think that's, huge Walgren fan. I, um, yeah, I think I think that's an incredible, like the perfect way to describe them is just like musical wizard. Uh, some of those records that uh, that Walgren put out were just like so weird, but made so much sense. And I yeah. just like don't. It's so incredible to see that there's a person that like put that together, and I don't know how they did it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Um, as for the members of Sleepy Gonzalez, we've been friends for like two years, and I started playing shows with a full band, quote unquote, um, with Benny and Christian from Sleepy Gonzales on the day of the Kingfisher Blues Christmas party in 2019. So that wasn't really, like I, I, knew, I knew that was gonna happen after about December. But before that, I was wondering who the hell would play drums on my record because I wasn't <laughs> about to get my dad to do it again. Did you did your dad play on on earlier releases? Yeah, my my dad did the drums on Lotus Eater. I did the drums for I think two songs, but I'm really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> a deceptively hard instrument, as I've struggled. Oh to yeah, absolutely. Over, uh, yeah, uh, like even do the basic stuff. Like uh, that's a different conversation entirely. As I've ranted about how hard drums are on here before. Um, but that's that's really interesting. Now, what kind? Because of, you've had uh, you you come from a, a largely musical family, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. How how did uh, maybe influences from your family influence uh, have how have they influenced you as a songwriter now? I everyone asks this, and I don't think there's very much of an answer. I don't think there's there's a huge overlap. My dad maybe influenced it a little bit because he's shared a ton of 
music that he likes with me and now I'm a Weezer fan so there's that but and and he played in the in the band the Psychic Alliance a local Vancouver band for a while and so I kind of got to know a little bit of the scene through him when I was like a very small child and but yeah I don't think there's much of an overlap my mom usually sings in like cover bands and my my grandpa on my dad's side is a trumpet player and my grandpa so you... on my mom's side is a drum maker so oh wow yeah there's there, there's a lot of music in my life but i don't think it's very there's not a lot of overlap with like the indie scene and a guy making drums in a shop in Surrey. <laughs> sure, <laughs> and, and that makes sense. I, I guess, I guess maybe like the the big takeaway from that is just like constantly having music in your life is going yeah. to is like really highlight the importance of it, or maybe influence a passion for it, right? So, yeah. um, so I, I think that's a great point where we can throw to the first song here. Um, I'd like to go to the title track, Big Blue. Um, is there anything you can tell us about this song before before we play it? Um, Maybe something that we 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 wouldn't be able to pick up right off uh, uh, right off the bat. Okay, when I when I wrote Big Blue, it all kind of came out within like half an hour, and I instantly knew it was going to be a title track. I don't know why, but there's a little fun fact. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's interesting how uh, you can just feel it, right? Now it just kind of clicks. Awesome. Well, this is it. This is Big Blue by Kylie V off the, off the record, Big Blue, and you're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape.
All right, that was Big Blue by Kylie V. You're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape. We've got Kylie in quote-unquote studio with us today. Uh, Kylie, thanks so much for being here. Um, now, it's it's wild listening to this record. Because this record is, uh, is like, uh, I don't know, if you told me that this was made by just like a seasoned pro of someone in the middle of their career... Um, like uh, that would make sense to me, but this is like your first full length. That's not like iPhone recordings. Um, I, I, and I, it should also be noted that you're also the 17. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank you. I, I, I hate, I hate, I hate to bring that up cause it really shouldn't matter. But like the fact that you're, you're creating such mature pieces of art, uh, at, uh, su- at such a young age is, is really quite inspiring. Um, and I, I guess I'd like to talk about a little bit about where where did you uh, what pushed you to like officially throw your your figurative hat in the ring and be like uh, music is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna like make a run at it um, yeah. what was what maybe kicked that off for you ever since I was a little kid I really wanted to be a like a like a, a pop star and then I got really into like the indie scene and that was the last thing that I wanted um but I I kind of always this is so cliche but I kind of always knew that I wanted to do music so I'm glad it's working out um what pushed me to actually throw my figurative hat in the ring was Tim from Kingfisher Blues um he was one of the first local artists I discovered on when I was like 14 and I went and saw him at record store day and his album release at Redgate in 2018 and he he encouraged me that like whenever I was ready to play a show he would make that happen because Tim's the sweetest I'm sure anyone who's met Tim knows this and so over like the last maybe four or five months of 2018 i spent a lot of time in my basement recording lotus eater and that was kind of out of necessity for me i just wanted to create something and have it be out in the world i i hate it now but people like it and i'm i'm still proud of it but yeah um it was just the the push of knowing that the scene is actually very accessible i guess uh, did, did you have you uh you mentioned that like looking bad at, at back um at, at initial releases are like is uh, you look at them a little differently um can you can you map your evolution as a songwriter i don't know all of that kind of just fell out of my brain as like a depressed 14 year old um (laughs) so i guess i mean i'd been writing songs for years they started to get like to the point where i was like okay this is kind of good when i was 14 and i still don't know exactly what that what what i mean by that but i i guess i i started to refine that and actually put a lot more effort into it around 2018 and over the past couple years, I've gotten a lot more 
specific about what I actually want to put in my songs. I like I have a certain concept or idea for most of them that I want to I want I want them to stay coherent so that I can actually be like I can really shift into that one feeling and be comfortable because a lot of the stuff that I've written before takes inspiration from like 10 different things in my life and I still do that but it has to kind of be in the same feeling now so that I can really go to town on it and make people sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you I do guess... a good, it's a happy sad. It's a very good sad. <laughs> Thank you. What's the goal? But yeah, I guess I've, I've definitely refined it over the past couple years. And I used to write like a song a day at least. And now I write like maybe two or three a month because nothing's happening in my life. So, so that's the one downside to the pandemic giving me all of this time to write is I used all of that energy like a year ago. So but you I need like, to take a break, reset. Do you yeah. get those those events and adventures will come? Yeah. Thank you. I guess I'm I'm just I know my my adventure as a songwriter is absolutely not done. I'm freshly 17. I still don't know what the hell I'm doing. So yeah, hopefully it'll, we'll just keep developing and growing, right? It, how, like, I, I can't, and I, I apologize if I sound like I'm speaking for you, but I, I can't imagine how exciting it must be to, uh, to, to like put out a, a release like this and like you've got you've gotten very some, exciting some, you're not some, you're not you are speaking for me but you're right <laughs> like because it, 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 it didn't just like make the rounds locally and have people be like oh this is a great record like love kylie v like like you don't just have like little groups like you had like mainstream rock radio stations were throwing out to it like kexp is talking about it you're in exclaim like did you expect like did you, I don't want to ask you if you expected it, because I don't want you to have to be like, well, yeah, duh. But like, <laughs> like, did you ever imagine that like your first release would, like your first major release would, would amount to this kind of response? That was definitely, I mean, that's the goal, but I like, you can't expect that. I'm, I'm just as shocked as everyone else when I get an email like that. I'm freaking out I'm like running upstairs to show my mom my phone and then we both just start screaming so I mean it's I I emailed them I I kind of pushed for things to happen but I, I don't expect them to happen so it is very 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 exciting <laughs> Well, that's awesome. So, like, how how do you follow that up? Like, it's it's interesting now because we're in a pandemic. You can't can't really tour, play shows. You can do you can do some streaming things, which you've done with Blue Light Studios. Um, but like, what's what's next for you then? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm gonna make some some videos this year. Can't, can't talk much about that yet, but there will be video content. So hopefully that'll like kind of keep the, the big blue wave going for a while. 
because I have I to quote to quote John Mulaney, I am very small and I have no money. So I don't <laughs> I don't know what like I can't I can't just go and make another record now as much as I really, really want to. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to sit on it for a while if my life is gonna continue going in the way that it is. But um yeah, hopefully I'll make a record in in the next couple years and just keep on developing as an artist and having people enjoy it, hopefully. <laughs> uh, and I guess I probably one of my last questions here, um, you mentioned that you, you've been involved and introduced uh, to Vancouver's music scene at, at, a, at a very young age. Mm. Um, like, who, who are you... Um, as a fan of music in general, who are you most excited about locally, um, past and present? Okay. Hmm. See, I'm so biased because we're like really good friends, but I, I love Sleepy Gonzales. I think they're fantastic and I think everyone should listen to them. Aside from that, um, I, I love Primp. Um, they're one of my favorite local bands, like in, in the top five for me. I absolutely love them. They're great people and just so fun to listen to and watch. Um, I, I also, I'm going to shout out Walgren again, because they're incredible. Um, yeah, I could keep going for hours. <laughs> I mean, in an ideal world, uh, you're in studio with uh, me and my co-host, Jesse, and we're just like, we're rolling through a list, yeah. and, we're, and we're just like playing those songs, and uh, and we'll absolutely have to do that as, as as soon as things open up again. And if you aren't like a mega superstar, <laughs> and, and you have the time for us, so... I, I, uh, I reply to all my own emails. I'm still here. I'm always... <laughs> It's true. You you reply. I mean, I I don't reply to half of my emails because they're like bots and stuff. But um, you're more responsive on email than I think ninety percent of the people I've ever emailed in my life, and it is it, it was a wonderful treat. <laughs> thank you. It's because I obsessively check it because I'm I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm slightly successful, and it's very overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait. Well, uh, thank you again so much for joining us, Kylie. Uh, it was an absolute treat. Um, and like, we're, we're, we're lucky to get you in the studio because th this record is incredible. Um, and uh, we can't help but be excited for what you've got coming in the future. Thank you so much. Had a great time. Uh, uh, we're going to end today on the, the first track off of Big Blue. This is A Story If You Want It. And you're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape.
Will you tell me a story? Cause you know I can't sleep All this noise it keeps piling up And then crashing right down to my feet You know I could bring you right back to the start I'd let you bury me in your arms And I'll learn from watching your shadows around me That surviving is a form of art So we've got Shade of pale white And goddamn if I don't give myself another chance It'll 
that was Primp with Don't Wanna off of the Tucson EP Mother Loose, one of Kylie's favorite bands from the Vancouver local scene. And now we're going to transition to another band that uh, that Kylie shouted out in the interview. This is the one that uh, their father played in. Uh, this is the Psychic Alliance with Punch the Sky off their record After English. And you're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape. <laughs> Dreaming, but you're bound to be receiving 
these are my emotions These are the realities of the things that I think about I open up my skies Unashamed cause I know I'll be free from all the things I doubt I'm just being honest Mama said I'm too sensitive but at least I'm honest And that's all I'm saying folks That's all I'm saying, all I'm saying I don't wanna lose myself Shade Awele and Metronomix with the remix of the Shade Awele track Peak. And now we're going to close it out with the latest from El Wolf. 
This is Let's Find Out, folks. You can find us next weekend at 8 p.m. on Sunday night at CJSF 90.1 FM or CJSF.ca. Find us at Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and the website. And uh, we'll see you then. Take care. Can't you see that I just love you? Stop telling me cause I just love you